Hey, 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 welcome back to Chew the Bible. It's your good friend, Aaron. I know it's been a minute. I was just thinking, uh, I was looking at the stats for this podcast. Periodically, I'll look on Anchor to see all the listens. And I was like, man, I need to take breaks more often because I get way more listens, it seems like, when I don't record. I don't know if people are listening to old episodes or what, but uh, yeah, we're at, it jumped up like 2,000 listens in a few days, so thank y'all to whoever you are listening around the world. It's, it's a cold world right now. We got, a lot is happening. I, I had to take some time to uh, yeah, get my mind right, and yeah, <laughs> since I last recorded, there's been a whole lot of stuff going on. Uh, people out here getting slapped. And yeah, Russia is still being Russia. Brittany Griner is still locked up over there. Man, it's crazy out here. Um, yeah, I can only imagine unless Jesus beams us up. Twenty twenty four is gearing up to be a. Crazy time, crazy time. Turn on this little, make these bubbles go. I've been uh, soaking my feet every night. Uh, man, Woo. I've done over a thousand Instacart deliveries, and a few days ago, I started getting these blisters on my baby toe, and I was like, oh no, nah, we gotta nip this in the bud now, cause this nips is nip this in the bud now. Uh, cause yeah, I can't be walking around here with all this pain. I, my t- tolerance for pain is very low. That's why I'm a lover and not a fighter. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know Will just raised the bar and with the expectations on defending a woman out here, but, uh, yeah, I was just thinking in the showers, like, yeah, if I, whoever I end up marrying, if that is God's will for me to get married again, she better be athletic and can run. Because uh, I'll be like, if somebody tries to come at us while we're out, I'm like, hey, babe, you ready to run? Run. Better run. I ain't fighting nobody. I'm not fighting anybody. Call me a coward all you want, but I'm going to be alive. Go check out Will Smith, the other Will Smith. He was a player for the Saints. Um, got into a road rage incident, got out the car. His wife ended up getting shot. I think she survived, but he ended up dying. Anyway, I'm good. I'm good on that fighting. Our guns, all that. Anyway, we're in Psalm 27. Oh, yeah, one other thing. Because once again, this is kind of like my ongoing journal because I'm too lazy to start a separate podcast uh, to do an audio journal and write in my journals. So this has been my journal. So uh, yeah, I did this. My last delivery of the night was for Target and uh, it was just a bunch of like baby stuff and I could tell it was for, yeah, Anyway, it was 
you know, some orders I'm able to kind of tell the situation a little bit before I drop it off, like who I'm delivering to. It was to a Shelby. At first I was like, Shelby could be a guy or a girl. But, and then I was like, maybe, yeah. I assumed she was like married and had, you know, a baby. So anyway, I make this delivery right downtown. And, uh, yeah, lived up. This young lady lived up a few flights. And I was able to get into the building. And anyway, I was making small talk to this young lady. And turns out, yeah, she's a single mom. And we started talking about that. And I said, oh, I got four kids. And she's like, well, you're crazy. <laughs> and I had a, at first, I was a little bit offended. And I was like, you're right. I am a little crazy. <laughs> Anybody is willing to have more than two. And um, I was like, yeah, well, when you think things are going to go for the long haul, you know, you're going to be with that person forever. You don't really think about the number of kids that you have. Shoot, my uh, grandpa on my dad's side had nine kids. And then my grandpa on my mom's side had four. He had three by my grandma on it. And then one by his first wife. Anyway. That was five minutes of your time. You will never get back. So for those of y'all that are still with me listening, we are in Psalm 27. Be patient. It's only 14 verses. Ah, the Lord, a Psalm of David. The Lord is my light and my salvation. So why should I be afraid? The Lord is my fortress, protecting me from danger. So why should I tremble? When evil people come to devour me, when my enemies and foes attack me, they will stumble and fall. Though a mighty army surrounds me, my heart will not be afraid. Even if I am attacked, I will remain confident. The one thing I ask of the Lord, the thing I seek most, is to live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, delighting in the Lord's perfections and meditating in his temple. For he will conceal me there when troubles come. He will hide me in his sanctuary. He will place me out of reach on a high rock. Then I will hold my head high above my enemies who surround me. At his sanctuary, I will offer sacrifices with shouts of joy, singing and praising the Lord with music. Hear me as I pray, O Lord. Be merciful and answer me. My heart has heard you say, come and talk with me. And my heart responds, Lord, I am coming. Do not turn your back on me. Do not reject your servant in anger. You have always been my helper. Don't leave me now. Don't abandon me. Oh, God of my salvation. Even if my father and mother abandon me. Oh, this is my favorite line right here. I like to ask some other people here. Even if my father and mother, my wife, my kids, my cousin, my brother, my sister, my auntie, my uncle, Fill in the blank. Friends, even if they abandon me, the Lord, you, Lord, will hold me close. Teach me how to live, O Lord. Lead me along the right path, for my enemies are waiting for me. Do not let me fall into their hands, for they accuse me of things I've never done. With every breath, they threaten me with violence. Yet I am confident I will see the Lord's goodness while I am here in the land of the living. 
Wait patiently for the Lord. Be brave and courageous. Yes, wait patiently for the Lord. I'm just going to pray through that and then close it out. Thank you, Lord, for being our light and our salvation. Thank you, Lord, that we do not have to be afraid. Thank you, Lord, that you are our fortress, protecting us from danger. Thank you, Lord, that we don't have to tremble or be worried or anxious or paranoid. Thank you because of you, Lord. When evil people come to hurt us, devour us, attack us, we pray, thank you, Lord, that they will stumble and fall, especially Satan and his demonic schemes that happen in the spiritual realm that we can't see. Even when we are surrounded, even when we are surrounded by our enemies, all the forces of hell may try to surround us. Our hearts will not be afraid. In the event that somebody tries to attack us while we with our wife. Even though we may be tempted to run, we can stand there confidently, Lord, <laughs> and pray that you will protect us. And we won't even have to worry about situations like that because you surround us like a shield. Thank you, Lord. That we can ask you this one thing. And you have already answered it, that we would dwell in your house, we would live in your house all the days of our lives. And we can delight in your perfections and meditate in your temple. Or you call us the temples of the Holy Ghost, so you dwell in us until we we are uh, get to fully experience our glorified bodies seated at the right hand of the Father, seeing you face to face. Thank you, Lord, that you can seal us. Even when troubles come, thank you, Lord, that you hide us in your sanctuary and that you place us out of the reach of our enemies on a high rock, not a low rock, a high rock. Thank you, Lord. We don't have to walk around with our heads held low. We can walk around with our heads held high, shoulders lean back, neck straight. And look down, yeah, our enemies, we can look down on them. Thank you, Lord, that uh, in our sanctuary, we can offer sacrifices with shouts of joy. Every time we give our tithes, our offering, our, even our time, talent, and treasure. And sac make sacrifices for your kingdom, God, Lord, we can shout with joy. Thank you, Lord. We continue to sing praises to you, Lord, with music and songs. Thank you, Lord, Hear us that you hear us when we pray. Thank you, Lord, that you are merciful to us and you answer us. Thank, it was really cool today. Um, God was just winking at me, like, left and right. It was just really cool. Um, anyway. My heart has heard you say, come and talk with me. Thank you, Lord, that we that you, we can hear your voice and that you are always your door is always open. God, you have a, a constant open door policy where we can come at any time and talk to you, Lord. Come and talk to me. Really, mm -hmm. All right, anyway, and Lord, thank you, Lord, that you're. Our hearts can respond 
And we give us hearts that respond to you, Lord, and, and, and that are eager to talk to you, that are eager to spend time with you and being a, and, and realize your presence is always around us. Thank you, Lord, that you never turn your back on us. Thank you, Lord, that you don't reject us even when you're angry. Um, thank you, Lord, that you are our helper moment by moment, minute by minute, second by second. Thank you, Lord, that you never leave us friends. Once again, thank you, Lord, that you never abandoned us. You are the God of our salvation. Thank you, Lord, that even when our father, our mother, our brother, our sister, our uncle, our aunts, our friends, girlfriends, wives, husbands, whatever the situation is, Lord, you will never abandon us, Lord. Business partners, you name it, fill in the blank. You never abandon us, Lord. Thank you, Lord, you hold us close you hold i was just talking to my dad about that because i sent my brother and my dad that lean on me performance by mr bill withers the great bill withers and i was i was meditating on the fact on that song that's how it's like yeah that song says lean on me not lay on me and just how um yeah we can lean on each other you know leaning is temporary right lean on somebody to help you out here and there but like when you start laying on folks then you realize both of y'all realize like you weren't designed to hold people carry them and you weren't designed to be able to carry them either or hold them and take on the full weight of them laying on you right but they can lean you know and give them a helping hand here and there but um it takes a very strong individual to try to like hold people and um but god is the one who empowers them to even do that and god is the one who ultimately holds us and he uses people sometimes but a lot of times it's just like you can just sense his presence that he's holding you and carrying you through whatever the situation that you're going through um anyway we all need somebody to lean on There's a song, it's like, no weeping, no hurt or pain, no suffering, you hold me now. Let me see here, that's a good song to like, sometimes I like to just play songs and just play them on repeat. That's a good one for y'all. You hold me now. Yeah, it's a Hill, I know Hill song is not very popular right now, but with all the scandals going on, but it's a good, it's a good song. I'll do the live one. There you go. It was called, yeah, You Hold Me Now, the live version of my Hillsong. It says, on that day when I see all that you have for me, when I see you face to face, and they're surrounded by your grace, all my fear is swept away in the light of your embrace. When your love is all I need and forever I am free, where the streets are made of gold and your presence healed and whole, let the songs of heaven rise to you alone. No weeping, no hurt or pain, no suffering, you hold me now. You hold me now. No darkness, no sick or lame, no hiding, you hold me now. Yeah, I, I highly encourage you to check out that song. Anyway, let's close it out. Uh, where was I? Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you hold me close. You hold us close. Teach us how to live, O oh Lord. Lead us along the right paths, for our enemies are waiting for us. 
Do not let us fall into their hands. Even though they may accuse us of things we've never done, shoot, things we might have actually done, but you declare us innocent. And with every breath, they may threaten to be violent, to, to slap us, <laughs> to throw hands, to accuse us, to attack us. I should laugh at that. Anyway, um, I don't know. Something about slaps. There's all these debates over what Will did the right, should have done, shouldn't have done. I don't condone violence at all. Um, there's something about a slap that's kind of a little bit kind of funny. Um, versus like a punch. Because it's like, it's almost like, yeah, it's super violating to be slapped by somebody. I was just telling my brother, thinking about the times I've been slapped. I know I'm getting on track, but I, I'm on, I'm t- I promise I'm about to land a plane. The times I've been slapped, I think I, I know I've been slapped by my mom at least once. Can't remember for what it was for. Just probably getting smart, smart mouth, mouthing. Did my ex-wife ever slap me? I can't remember if she did. Um, I would have remembered it. Uh, and then I had this little cousin. He was like five years old at the time. And we were at the at a basketball game and we were in the stands and he was sitting in my lap. And for whatever reason, he I, I don't know. He was kind of playing around, but I think he knew I wasn't going to do anything. He did straight up. And that's the hardest I've ever been slapped by anybody. Slapped me hard. And I couldn't do anything because this little kid, I just sat there and said, hey, man, that hurt. <laughs> I don't even remember what I said, but I was, I think the people around me were expecting me to do something. I was like, no, I can't do anything to this little kid. But uh, yeah, I'll never forget little Andy. My little cousin smacking me in my face. Anyway, close it out. Uh, thank you, Lord, that we can be confident that we will see your goodness here in the land of the living. Even yeah, before we pass on us sometimes in this Christian walk, Lord, it feels like it's just a slow climb to heaven, climbing the stairway to heaven, like it's just you know, heaviness and burdens and, you know, there's no, you know, sometimes the Christian life feels boring or whatever. It feels like no fun because you got to, yeah, just everything feels like a waiting game. And uh, a lot of self-denial or whatever, you know, um, avoiding a lot of the pleasures of this world because, you know, there's a rewards in heaven. But like, Lord, Thank you, Lord, for your goodness. Thank you for all the good things you've done for us. Even just being able to talk, being able to walk, being able to uh, just have health and strength, not laid up in a hospital all day. Um, that alone is is a sign of your goodness, Lord. It's, yeah, because there's a whole lot of people that don't have that right now. And even those people, I just pray that they would sense your goodness, even in this whatever situation they're in. Even if they, they their physical body may not be healed, I pray that they would sense your spiritual healing, the healing their hearts, and knowing that one day they will get a um, a brand new body where there's no sickness, no pain. And lastly, Lord, I thank you, Lord. Help us to be patient, to wait patiently for you, Lord, and be brave and courageous like Gideon. 
Uh, I know he wasn't brave and courageous, courageous in the beginning, but he developed that over time, kind of ultimately to his detriment, but that's a whole other story. Uh, but yeah, help us to be brave like Joshua and Caleb, Lord, and David, and all those great men. So, and even, yeah, uh, even my yeah, ass, throw the ladies in there, Esther, show them some love, and Rahab, you know, she they risked their lives. Um, yeah, anyway, help us be brave and courageous, and wait patiently for you, Lord. Well, I repeat it. Yes, help us to wait patiently for you, Lord, for the homes we're designed, for the restored relationships and friendships, waiting patiently um, for the restored marriages, the restored parenting situations, the restored, um, you name it. Uh, yeah, waiting patiently for the finances, financial breakthrough, waiting patiently for the spouse and to be able to um, do what grown folks be doing uh, again uh, without any shame. Uh, yeah, Lord, just wait patiently, patiently, patiently for you. In Jesus' mighty, precious name we pray. Amen. All right, y'all, this water's getting lukewarm. And so I'm going to go ahead and shut it down for the night. I thought I was going to record one more, but no, we'll, we'll do another one. I'll try to do one in the morning. So God bless y'all and take care. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned or missed the mark or veered off the path and fallen short of the glory of God or God's perfect standard. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of the cost of that sin is death or eternal separation from God. But the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Romans 5a says, but God demonstrated his love toward us or showed his love toward us in that while we were still yet sinners, Jesus Christ died for us. Romans 10 verse 9 through 10 says that if we will confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we will not might be, not maybe, we will be saved. For with our hearts, we believe we are now in right standing with God. And with our mouths, we confess that we are now saved. Lastly, Romans 10 verse 13 says that whosoever, anybody, everybody, who calls upon the name of the Lord, they will be saved. So if you never asked Jesus into your heart, or you've walked away from him, and you would like to rededicate your life to him, you can just simply say, dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know my sin deserves to be punished. I believe Jesus Christ is the son of God who died for me and rose from the grave. I want to turn from my sin and trust Jesus Christ alone as my savior. Thank you for the forgiveness and everlasting life I can now have through faith in Jesus. In Jesus' mighty precious name I pray. Amen.